Hi, Adrian. Welcome to episode 70. <laughs> Thank you. Of KT Confidential. Adrian Trot, Ariel, Ariel Cormendi. KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. This is a crazy day. So everybody's going to be listening or watching this on Monday, but today's Friday. So we record Thursday, Friday and airs on Monday. And we haven't announced it officially yet. We just had a team meeting and we are going to be canceling open houses until further notice. That's right. Here's the thing. Yes, it's the socially responsible thing for us to do as a company. We understand what's happening in the world. We are, we're looking after the best interest of our staff and our clients because at open houses, let's face it, we don't know who's coming through the front door, right? Right. We don't know where they've been, what they've touched, where they've traveled. And it's not like they're going to come out and say, oh, I just returned from right wherever. No. Well, let's, I mean, um, let's, so go ahead. Go ahead. So, I mean, we can't stop business. There's still a lot of people that want to buy homes. The market, well, the real is, estate the market, market is hot. hot. The real and estate the, at, at the moment, it's yes. hot. Uh, there's still people that need to sell their homes, even people that have committed to other purchases and, and the sale of their home relies on it. There's still a lot of people that want to take advantage of low mortgage rates and, and uh, uh, get themselves into the home for the summertime. Like, this is the spring market. This is not a joke. Like, this is the hottest time of the year one of the hottest times i always say is the spring early spring and and, the and and then sometime after school starts in the fall right um so to make an announcement like this is is big um but business doesn't stop well let's we're, put things we're, into we're, perspective we're, what we're doing is limiting and just protecting as best as we can our our staff staff and our clients, and that's procedural. That's washing hands, hand sanitizers, um, making sure that um, everybody's protected in the best of their ability. Um, but open houses, even though we do believe they do help sell your home, um, at the end of the day, the value that they provide is not. Um, in our opinion, not on par with the uh, protection that it's going to provide for our clients' homes and our staff. So, so I think this was a, a tough decision, but an easy one at the same time. Um, it's going to encourage private showings. Well, that's the thing. Let's put it in perspective. So a lot of people are going to be asking, um, how will this impact um you know, real estate in general, and also how will this impact the sale of my home for those who are currently in the process of listing their home or who those who have their home on yes. the market. So yes. let's look at open houses. There are uh, a, a number, uh, there's a percentage of people that come to open houses that are uh, what we referred to in the auto industry as tire kickers. They're just browsing. They do this as a hobby. They go out and see houses on the norm every weekend. That's what they do. Sometimes it's a family routine they do. Uh, they want to see what houses look like, get decorating ideas. They like looking at houses. Um, real estate is a hobby for many. So, you know, we don't need them coming through the house. It doesn't do uh, anyone any good. 
the other group of people are, if they're interested buyers and there's no open house, they're going to schedule appointments. So, yeah, a lot of people that come through the open houses, they are represented by a realtor um, or it'll encourage somebody to reach out for proper assistance. And and of course, our staff is on, on call for uh, those people that do need uh, a private showing, um, but it allows us to properly qualify them and be in a more, uh, I don't want to say a confine, confined environment, but essentially that's, that's what you're doing, right? Like you're, yeah. you're limiting, um, the access to the home by not leaving the door open, but you're not limiting it, um, because you're still making it accessible to those that are truly interested in buying your home. Right. Well, so, and the nice thing in this day and age is, and we've had it happen many times, is because of technology and the um, efforts that we put into preparing marketing online, a lot of people don't even need to go into the home. Exactly. In fact, one of our, uh, you don't even know this, but uh, you sold um, one of our listings in the past week um, on uh, Bar Crescent uh, and you were away on holidays. So I was dealing with a lot of the inquiries <clears throat> and we had uh, how many offers on that place? Seven or eight? Do you have like a problem? You're clearing your throat a lot. You know what? It's actually this tea. And I don't know why I keep drinking this tea every time we podcast, but it's this mint tea. Oh, yeah. I think it maybe dries my my glands. You're not sick? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what happened on with Bar while I was away? By the way, that was an amazing... The whole thing so one of the offers, well. One of the offers, the, uh, the person, uh, the buyer, <clears throat> um, didn't, didn't see the home. Really? Yeah. Interesting. You have to inform me who it was later. Yeah. Uh, didn't see the home. They trusted it uh, based on the marketing. So that's what she she told me. She called me, not the realtor. She called me directly. Really? Yeah. And said Before? Yes. Interesting. And said, oh, well, my realtor is going to submit an offer uh, on my behalf. She, so she was asking me more in-depth questions like the age of certain things, the schools that were applicable, things like that. Yeah. Uh, and I answered them all. She said, thank you for being honest. Because uh, I told her, you know, the roof needs to be replaced. The furnace, the AC is original. So over the next five to 10 years, you're going to have ten to $15,000 in, in costs, whatever. She goes, okay, that's not too bad. And Interesting. Then, uh, they put an offer. So, so here's... Um, so in episode 69, if you didn't l- listen to episode 69... Or watch episode sixty nine. Well, we answered the question. Uh, we we were a little preemptive on it, right? We we started talking about is the or how is the how coronavirus has. how has the coronavirus uh, affected real estate? Today is a very different. Uh, we're in a very different place, and isn't that crazy? Seven to ten days later, and um, you know the grocery stores are are getting two hour lineups and are sold out of all kinds of stuff. Uh, hand sanitizer, if you can find it, is being sold for almost ten bucks a bottle in store and sixty bucks a bottle on Amazon. Um, a lot of. <coughs> No, my tea went down oh the wrong. Oh my god, everybody's going to be paranoid <clears throat> here. Tea. Look at Jen. Look at her face. My tea went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and for those of you, I mean, uh, we we are pretty cautious here in the office. Uh, so, if you've never been into uh, the KT Studio in Milton, 
Um, we have implemented uh, regular hand washing policies. And but here's the thing, Jen too. Is, like Jen is really, uh, she's always got Lysol wipes. And this was before anything coronavirus related. But anyways, going back to episode 69, we were preemptive seven to 10 days ago. We started talking about it. Now the world has changed. Let's face it. Disney World's closed. Sporting uh, all major sports uh, are temporarily on hold School. until further notice. School's closed. School. An extra two weeks of spring break. Yes. And so three weeks that schools are closed. Uh, you know, people are are going to hibernate like, and that's okay. Uh, it needs to be dealt with and people need to take the proper precautions. Um, money and finances aren't everything. Health is important, especially for the uh, young and old um, that it might affect uh, more seriously. Um so we're taking the proper precautions and, and being as cautious as we can with everything uh, without um, really blowing things out of uh, exaggeration. Because let's face it, homes are going to be bought and sold. I think, though, what we should talk about again now. I'm going to go back and actually listen to that podcast and, and see how things have changed in our mindset, because things have changed. Well, a the bit. conversation was brief. It and was, it was actually. And it yeah. was. Um, you know, the question was something along the lines of how has COVID-19 affected the real estate market? And yes. at that time, uh, there had been no changes uh, to the market. In fact, that had, day that we did the, during the podcast, it right. was announced that the Bank of Canada. Bank of Canada reduced the rate. Reduced the rate. And now mortgage rates are are cheaper. So here's the thing. that I think this is the question. Anybody real, real estate with Anything of interest in real estate, whether you're a realtor or you're buying or selling real estate or you're thinking of it, I think this is the big question that everybody's going to be wondering right now is how is it affecting, but how is it going to affect uh, the real estate market? Well, here we are, middle of March, and it's starting to affect the real estate market, not in terms of price or sales yet. I don't know. We don't have a globe we do, or the crystal ball. Um, but open houses are canceled. So that's a, an effect of some capacity. Sorry, car keeps driving by and by the light. me. Yeah. There's another song for you, Ian. Blinded by the light. I don't know what that is. Is that a song? Real song? Yeah. You're not. You're I'm not, the only one that not, doesn't know this. You're not into good music, are you? Although that's not a very good song. Um, anyway, so let's get back on track. How, so what are we, what are we, um, I, well, we're getting questions now. Yes. So we have just, we're getting a lot of questions from sellers, from yes. buyers. Well, and we've just, so we've just informed, um, the clients of properties that we would be, would have been holding open houses at this weekend and of, next weekend and next weekend of the change. And they all seem to be on board with it. Um, so everyone still has a very positive attitude. In fact, they don't want unnecessary random people walking through their house. So, uh, you know, we're limiting traffic that way, which is good. And, um, every property going forward, um, and many already have been, but we'll get virtual 3d Matterport tours and or 360 video tours. So there's lots of alternatives to going to the house. Yeah. And so, okay, but now let's, let's dive in a, dive in a bit bit deeper okay so i was talking about 
financial institutions in Asian countries uh, putting freezes on their accounts. That's going to affect the big markets in Canada. So primarily Toronto, Vancouver. Vancouver yeah. It's going to have a trickle down effect a little bit. Uh, I was looking at my my stocks and my RSPs, my mutual funds and and all that stuff. They took a shit kicking in the last week, right? It's a so, great opportunity if you've got oh, anything man. liquid. I'm telling you, uh, if you want to make some money right now, real estate aside, uh, buy, buy in the low low end like facebook trading now at uh 170 bucks uh not that long ago was well into 200 um they're gonna get back up there you look at travel stocks expedia some airlines like this is all gonna blow over this is not the end of the world uh it's all gonna blow over so if you can if if you've got a few extra bucks it might be a good time to invest uh because you will be buying low um, so the question is, is the real estate market, are the prices of real estate going to do the same thing? So interestingly, if you look back to SARS, what year was SARS? 2002? Uh, was it that, that long ago? Yeah, maybe about that. Um, there were statistics. Let me look it up just for curiosity. Statistics on the sales rate and prices yes of real estate during that period of time <clears throat> yeah things did stabilize a bit but once it all blew over it popped back, back up it actually created a hotter market yes and i think that's what's going to happen here there is going to be less demand for the next little while but there are still buyers out there looking to buy real estate well, and there's still not a lot of inventory and there's still not a lot of inventory so you could get lucky right now and just be in less competition uh at the same time you don't want to be buying a home necessarily when this all does blow over because it's gonna happen there's going to be less inventory because there will be less people listing their homes at this moment because they don't want strangers coming through their home. So all of a sudden, there will be an influx of buyers with, again, a shortage of inventory. Right. So those that recognize that will be buying now, too. So I don't think it's going to have a overall big impact. What's impact? What's going to be impacted are those potentially that are using their RSPs, right? Because now all of a sudden their 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 down payment could be twenty or thirty percent less, yeah, than they were than they had a month ago or a few weeks ago. Yeah, um, doesn't impact a ton of people if they're. I mean, first time home buyers <clears throat> are using that sort of money. So let's let's just chat about that then. So if the first time home buyer is affected. And they're buying a $700,000 home. What type of home is that seller buying, right? They're buying the $900 million yes. home. Yeah. So different markets will get affected. Yeah. Just on that alone, right? Um, anyway, I think the next three weeks, everybody's just going to try and figure shit out. And I think there are still people that have to buy and sell. They've committed to other properties or they have um, commitments on lending or mortgages um, that are um, pre-approved 
those kind of things. I don't know. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just absorbing it, taking it all in. Yeah. I, d I don't think anybody has any answers at this moment. But There's no way to know what's going to happen. Listen, at the end of the day, you need to live somewhere. Um, <laughs> the market in, in Canada is still super strong. The mortgage rates are very, very good right now. I think the important thing that people need to be doing is just not getting into mass hysteria. Well, that's it. That's right? the problem. And taking the necessary precautions to protect yourself and protect those around you. So, you know, stop buying up all the toilet paper unnecessarily. Stop hoarding. You know, take your fair share of what you need. Um, I'm sure as hell not waiting two hours in line at the grocery store. I don't know about you. Oh, I got to go buy groceries today. So I'm going to I be... guess you're going to have to. Yeah. Are there any 24-hour stores in Milton now? Or they all stopped doing that? Nope. Yeah, Metro used to. Sobeys used to. They all stopped. Yep. Mm. No 24-hour. That's too bad. Um, and yeah, just like it's flu season. News break, wash your hands. Like how how is this? At least, you know, if something good has come out of this, perhaps it's just teaching people how to be more sanitary. Well, that's it. Uh, hopefully the... The globe comes out of something like this um, more educated and um, more equipped. Well, I don't forward. think it's, I think it's the people, but also the governments to make sure that they have the proper processes in place now, to manage these things. I listen to a lot of talk radio and a lot of podcasts. And there are some people talking about conspiracy. Always, of course. What are you hearing? Well, is it unfathomable to think that there is in the media somewhere, some big, big guys saying, oh, here's our opportunity for something. Whether well, they know. created the virus? Well, not necessarily. But if, you know, I've talked to. Uh, and and you've got a, a good friend who's a doctor and we've done a lot of research on it. Natalie hates this comment because I've said it over the last couple of days. It's a flu. Yes. It's a, it's a different strain and can affect people and kill people if you're, especially for the elders. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's tons of all kinds of diseases in this world that are much worse. How about all the people dying of starvation? There's or, a really funny video or, on Facebook right now. Like that. I, I'll have to send you the link later, but it's, it's uh, a guy and it's just his tone and his, his whole persona, the way he's talking is so funny, but he's putting things into perspective, but these are very, you know, realist, really, they're ignorant people. Like, we don't really know. You know. We know the stats. We can see those things. But it's a big deal in terms of managing it to make sure that it doesn't become a well, big that's problem. It. That's it. And that's, you know, that's... Um, well, that's the point, right? I mean, but you got to deal with it. Everybody's got to deal with it. Proper precautions. But it'll be interesting to see because, like, places like in... China, how they locked everything down. You couldn't leave your house. Right. I don't think that could ever happen here. I think that, you know, in that country, they have the, they've got the well, means to do Well, they've also got it. billions of people that 
But let's say they tried to implement that here. Do you think people would actually abide by it? I think people here are too... But do you need to? Do you need to put everybody on a lockdown? Well, if, if it got to that point, that's what I mean. What would it take to get to that point, though? I have no idea. It's happened elsewhere. Like we know Disney World, as an example, shut down. Land. But they've got Disneyland. I think no, so. No, Disney World. Which one's which? Which one's in Florida? Oh, fuck, I, by Monday, they're all going to be shut down. <laughs> but that's because they've got thousands and thousands of people. Anything tourist related, of right. course. Travel, done. Yes. Uh, uh, which is why I said travel stocks might be a great place to invest over the next if couple of If the companies weeks. can survive. Survive, yeah. Expedia? Well, you would think so. Um major sporting events right so you've got a uh a, a hockey game or a basketball game with twenty thousand people there sure you're gonna shut down you don't know who's coming in you want to protect your staff like mlse uh i don't know how many people they employ it's over a thousand um gotta protect those people very unsanitary places did you hear um mark cuban you yeah. know who Mark Cuban is? Of course. Well, of course. You you don't follow sports. You just probably know him from Shark Tank. Um, I know him from business. Okay, so uh, so you know he owns an NBA yes franchise. Yeah, and now the NBA has um, basically not canceled their season. They've just put it on hold. Um, he came out and said that they are working on still paying their part-time, like hourly staff. Yes. Because with no games, they have no income. Right. What's going to happen? I'm not worried about it in Canada, although there are a good portion of people that it will affect. It is. People are being, kids are off school for an extra two weeks. What are those parents going to do? Man. Well, exactly. And you don't want to take the kids to the movie theater. God, no. You don't want to take them to... No, I mean, I just mean they can't work. They have to stay right. home with the kids. Right. Literally stay home with the kids. Yes. I mean, there's... So not only is your work affected because you now have to stay home with the child, you're not going to send your child to daycare anymore. No. I mean, and some will because then that's the no problem. Choice. That's how it spreads. You, you, you're not taking them to the theater. You're not taking them to the fucking farm. Although I got an email from Cineplex because I'm a member, right? Yeah, sure. And they said... Buy one, get 10 free? No, no. They're telling us about the measures they're taking to ensure that their places are clean. And I'd say movie theaters are probably one of the most unsanitary places you can go. Well, anywhere public is unsanitary, right? Yeah, I just mean the seats. You touch door handles, you... Like all of these people lining up at the grocery stores. They're going to spread it at the store. Seriously. That's why I'm not going. Shopping carts, uh, things on the shelf. There was a video going around on Facebook last week. Did you see? I don't know. Uh, you know, at the hot tables where they serve chicken fingers, chicken fingers and all that whatever. Stuff. Yeah. The guy puts the ladle into the Oh, soup, I did see that. Takes a couple of sips from the soup ladle and puts the soup ladle I had, back I had in. that experience at a Mandarin restaurant, the buffet. This elderly uh, gentleman was eating salad out of the buffet using the spoon that you serve with. And then he put it back. 
So I told one of the employees and the employee said, oh, thanks for telling me. So he changed the spoon. That's right. <laughs> that's all he did. Anyway, so I'm not a big fan of buffets. Anyway, uh, I'd like everybody to kind of chime in on what they th think and feel. And I don't care if it's positive, negative, neutral, whatever. Uh, I, I would like to know how everybody feels that this is going to affect real estate and prices. It is what it is. We, You and I can't control this. Uh, we can try and predict and we can try and pull out our, our crystal ball and while we think everything is going to be okay and um, business as usual, it's not. At the end of the day, it's not business as usual. Um, so it'll be an interesting next three weeks. If nothing else, I will send everybody home and we'll get lots of rest. You'll get to catch up on your video games. And uh, April will be probably... I disagree. This is a time, this is a time where you double down. And you do yes in some capacity. You, you double down in yeah. the sense I mean, maybe that maybe you're not out shaking hands and kissing, kissing babies, babies, like you yeah. like to say. But you are working the phone, calling clients. So so let's texting, talk about emailing. A lot of realtors social listen media. to media. A lot of a lot of realtors listen to our show. Yes, let's talk to them for a moment. Okay, so you're not doing open houses. You're going to have less buyers wanting to go out to see properties. You're going to have less sellers wanting to list during this period. And we're only talking the next three weeks, right? Like while everything else is shutting down. Well, we don't schools, know that. Well, we don't know. But let's reassess on April 6th and right. see where we go. Hopefully in that time, shit can be a little bit more contained. There was news out of what hospital? Sunny or whatever this morning that they've been able now to identify and zone in on what is actually happening with this virus, where it's coming from, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so shit's moving quickly. Canada announced the billion dollar injection um, into helping the cause kind of thing. If you're a realtor, Trust me, I know a lot of realtors. I've been on a lot of their websites, on a lot of their social. Get blogging. Start yeah. blogging. Improve. There's tons of things in our notes. Here, you got your to-do list out there. I can get caught up on it. There now. are a ton of things to get caught up on, right? Um, client events, uh, marketing things like new new brochures or new business cards uh realistically planning though, marketing advertising doing proper planning uh you can be doing a shit ton of stuff from your phone at home you know video social quick tips tip videos um educating yourself on the market educating yourself on floor plans there's so much to be done behind the scenes um so even if you're not out there showing as many properties or doing the open houses, still commit that time to work, right? Like if you're scheduled to do an open house like our guys were on Saturday and Sunday from two to five, that means they're working really from one to six. Don't just take that five hours and do nothing with it or say, oh, this is a great time for me to play video games or, you know, get caught up on cleaning the house or whatever, still commit that five hours to working. Yes. But here's what's going to happen. It's not going to happen. Well, and that's, that's why it's not going to happen to the majority. Why? So Let me finish. Let me finish. The minority and that actually why, kicks it up a notch. That's why, well, that's why, um, 
those who do will succeed. And that's the same. It will always be that well, way. Let me tell you, everybody that does do and is part of that minority that will kick it into high gear a little bit more. Once everything blows over and it will blow over, let's face reality. Or not. Maybe not. Maybe this, maybe is, this is the end of the world. Maybe this is the end of the world. That, that would be fucked up. Big zombie apocalypse is right. going to happen. Everybody just starts dying off from this virus. Maybe everyone's underestimating it. Maybe this is our last podcast. That would, that would suck. This would be a bad last podcast. I think we end on that. Episode 70? Episode 70. Goodbye. <laughs>